Here is a background of what is happening in Israel and why. Because for everyone watching my page, you might not know why Bibi wants a judicial overhaul. And if it sounds familiar, it's because, well, it is. I'm sharing my cable with you, showing you Ali Velshi sitting in for Alex Wagner, breaking down why Bibi is doing what he's doing. I'm very concerned. And I'm concerned that they get this trade. They cannot continue down this road. And uh, I've sort of made that clear. President Biden today weighing in on some impending existential changes to Israel's democracy. Now, before we dive into that, let's go back a few years to November 2019, when Israel's longest serving prime minister, Benjamin Netanyahu, was indicted by Israel's attorney general on charges of fraud, bribery and breach of trust. A years long investigation resulted in the country's first prosecution of a sitting prime minister for, among other accusations, engaging in a quid pro quo with a media outlet for favorable coverage. As the country's top prosecutor assured the nation that no one is above the law, the prime minister insisted that the case against him was nothing more than political animus, lies, an attempted coup, and that his supporters should, quote, investigate the investigators. As the case against Netanyahu advanced, he remained in office until the summer of 2021, when a shaky coalition of rivals who had virtually nothing in common except for their disdain for Netanyahu's government unseated him. If anything about that story seems like it kind of rhymes with American politics, you're not alone. And what happened next in Israel might be of particular interest to you. Late last year, Netanyahu made a wild political comeback, taking back the reins as prime minister, even as his corruption trial continues to drag on to this day. One of his first orders of business was to quote unquote, reform the judiciary. His proposed changes would allow Israel's parliament to override the Supreme Court's decisions and would give lawmakers more control over appointments to the high court. Now, many see Netanyahu's plans for the judiciary as a means of consolidating power and potentially wiggling out of his own legal problems. This week, one of Netanyahu's defense attorneys threatened to step down from the job to stop representing the country's leader on corruption charges if the prime minister followed through on his plans to overhaul Israel's judicial system. That threat was one in a series of protests that escalated across the country. Look at these pictures. Look at these images of the people on the streets. Hundreds of lawyers demonstrated in front of Tel Aviv courts on Sunday, joining the Bar Association's protest of Netanyahu's planned reforms. On Thursday, Netanyahu doubled down on his plans in a fiery address that was given hours after his government passed a law, making it more difficult to declare a prime minister unfit for office. Opposition, opposition leaders described it as a way to protect a legally embattled Netanyahu. But Sunday was the real spark that caused the months-long protests over judiciary changes to boil over. When Netanyahu abruptly fired his defense minister, who had just called for a pause to this judicial overhaul. So for that reason, tens of thousands of people poured into the streets in major cities across the country to tell their leader, no, you cannot corrupt the courts for your advantage. No, you cannot fire officials who speak against your plans. No. Protesters in Tel Aviv chanted, the country is on fire as they lit bonfires on the main highway. Police opened water cannons on protesters to clean, uh, clear them out. 
They gathered in front of Parliament and the Supreme Court. They demonstrated in front of Netanyahu's house. Yesterday, workers in so many industries went on strike that the country was essentially paralyzed. Departing flights from Ben-Gurion Airport were canceled. Pilots walked off the job. Diplomats walked off the job. Preschools and universities were shuttered. Health, transit, banking workers went on strike in solidarity with the country's largest trade union. Finally, Netanyahu agreed to pause his judicial overhaul for at least a few weeks until the next parliamentary session begins. He acknowledged that the country was at a breaking point and he promised to, quote, find a solution. But even after that, some protesters continued their demonstrations in much smaller numbers. Some said they do not believe Netanyahu. They see this pause as a temporary solution to a bigger democratic problem. I don't trust Netanyahu. He's lied so many times. He has absolutely no credit whatsoever. Nothing's really changed. It's still ongoing. It just it just got pushed. But the fact that he really was was we were able to do something with these protests, with these pressures, with these strikes. It really um, it's really going to make a difference if we just keep going, keep up the pressure. It's the only thing that we can do. Short cast club.